Good evening, and welcome to Between Three Beards. This is episode 10. We're in double digits now. Oh, shit. Hell yeah, dude. All right, so to begin this episode off, I want to kind of jump into a subject that is fresh on our minds, and it's kind of a new thing. Everybody should know about it, I guess. And that specific thing is Woodstock 99. Mm. So Great topic. <laughs> so recently, I watched Woodstock 99 uh, with my wife. And, uh, cause, you know, I did not know that all that stuff happened. You know, I mean, I was aware of, you know, the music, the culture, stuff like that. But, like, and I like that type of music. But I did not know that Woodstock 99 happened. And um, Trey told me, you know, to get on to that. We, I think we had mentioned it in episode nine. But he had, because he was like, hey, you need to, you know, check out this show. Because it's about, you know, when we were young and it was like in our childhood basically it's part of our childhood so you check it out and uh, i did we've both watched it and um kind of want to go through it and give you a kind of a what like a synopsis i guess of what we thought of it because we basically lived it um considering you know we were young but still like we lived through it basically right yeah, so uh, that music was really hot and popular in the late nineties. It's just angry new metal, right? Yeah, like that was the thing, right? Um, yeah. If you haven't, so what I suggest is there's two documentaries. There's the three part on Netflix, which is called Trainwreck. Right, it's good. Yeah. Then there's the one on HBO Max. I think came out last year. Um, I want to say it's just called Woodstock '99. Peace, love, and rage. Yes, yeah, it's it, good. It, it gives you insight on on different things. Like each one mentions stuff that didn't happen, then each one kind of mentions uh, stuff that did right happen. But holy shit, I'm glad we didn't go to that. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing. I didn't even know that they had put out a documentary about that. Like you're saying, um, they had one basically a year ago that came out. I was looking at the one, that, the brand new one. That came out for Netflix, and I was yeah, and, that's a good one. But see, I had never, you know, I had never heard of it. I guess like, you know, when we, I guess they tried to kind of cover it up a little bit. It was on the news, but we were young. So. Yeah, at the time, it was like one of those. It was just a weird time because you yeah, had, yeah. Uh, well, this music was like, I don't know if you go as far as say it's like taboo, but it does such a good job at showing where MTV was at the time. Like they were so pop heavy, right. And, yeah. uh, like, audience members in the crowd, they're interviewing. Like, dude, people hated MTV that yeah. were there. They were well, yeah. throwing shit at them. Like, they did not want MTV there. They're like, get your Backstreet Boy, Britney Spear, pop, right. bullshit, sync. Well, yeah. yeah. And that's why all the bands were there, like, against that. They're like, no, hell no. We're here to bring you, like, dude, the bands and their music just fueled the fire, which right. was, yeah. the fire that started, the was first night, corn headline that was i mean yeah. it's corn you know what you're yeah. gonna get with corn jesus yeah and dude like jonathan <laughs> davis when he got on stage he was like blown away he's like dude it was like a high i've never felt like right. the crowd it just like, you like yeah you, dude, about, like, you could tell that was high. yes you could so you you, feel it. and what's yeah. so crazy the amount of people it is like and i was telling Todd this is literally a giant frat party is all it is yeah. <laughs> i mean basically yeah i mean it's just majority of the audience is 
college age white males and of course you got females and it's just the things you hear that go on what happened to them they're going crowd surfing the I mean, it's like us when I'm watching. It's like, well, it's just like a big college party. That's all it is, you know. Yeah. I mean, basically, it was a, it was all of that angst built up, I guess, of the '90s itself. Yeah. And it it kind of, it kind of came in the form of Woodstock '99. Like it it jumped out at everybody as that. Well, it was just like this big fu attitude, right? And. This like there's few things in the HBO when I I think they get stuff twisted. Like I'm no expert, but they were like uh, at one point they're like I just like uh, people that they're interviewing like I just don't know what what happened to music. What happened to you know this hard you know we had the grunge era in Seattle and that was so beautiful. Everyone dressed up like they're trying to glorify like Nirvana as like this. Yeah, they had their style and anger. I'm like, maybe Nirvana was like I love Nirvana, but yeah. they have a song called Rape Me. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, how are you going to try to? If you watch HBO, when you'll you'll see, it's like they're trying to say, um, it's just funny, man. It's, it's, it's kind of like a hit on them. It's so not well, like they're trying to. Nirvana like, paved the it. way for those later new metal bands that I mean, for in the later nineties, like right, Limp yeah. Bizkit, Corn, yeah, you know those. Uh, Rage Against Well, Rage Against Machine has been around just as long as Nirvana, but um, yeah. They well, kind of paved the way. It kind of set up. You know what I mean? Because Nirvana, the grunge era was like Nirvana was heavy. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it, it was like the um, the the Seattle scene. But like, yeah. but that was kind of it was kind of spreading out pretty much everywhere. It was, dude. I just think from the get looking at the headline. Like, if you just sit back and look at the headline, you you just you don't even have to. Even as like a. Uh, like a teenager at the time. Well, maybe not a teenager, but if you're like in that age group at the time, yeah. like most of the audience, and you look at that line, you're like, this ain't going to be good. Like, holy shit. Yeah. This is a bunch of angry... Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, and that's the thing that I was thinking about as well as like the people that put it on. It's so weird. It was, it was a guy from Woodstock 99. He was a part of it, or 69. Yeah. And he was thinking like, oh, this is going to be great. It's a piece Dude. of love music. But like... It's a whole different era. That's the type of... Uh, you're not looking at the type of people they're listening to John Lennon and the Beatles. They're listening to Corn and Limp Biscuit, Rage Against the Machine. You know, fuck you, I won't do well, that. And, and, and there's like, nothing... It's it's great music, man. Cause it, it is. Fit, it, it, is. It, it is. Like, that's, what, that's what's so great about any kind of music. Like, if you can relate to it in a way... Yeah. And, like, it gets you amped up. Right. Like, break stuff. Great right. song to listen to if you're going into a Monday morning of work. Especially, you can use yeah. it as, yeah. but also like how media takes it and twists it. And of course, the, uh, well, dude, from the beginning, the promoters just wanted to make as much money as possible of profits. But yeah. we had 94 Woodstock. I had a good lineup, but it but was, it, a, it was make, a shit show. Yeah, when they didn't make any money. Literally, they had mud. It, I don't know what yeah. it is about Woodstock. There's something to do with mud. <laughs> and at 69, it rained. People were camping out in mud, mud slotting. 94 the same thing green day was on stage and getting mud thrown at them this yeah. one didn't rain but they found a way to make mud out of piss and shit from the yeah. porta potties well that they, was people like were it was it, well natural, it was the dude, forbidden mud and me and tyler were talking i thought me and mckenzie loved it forbidden we loved each mud. documentary we learned so much we're like holy shit i did not know yeah and you don't know when you go watch videos on youtube of these performances you can't really tell the crowd it's blurry it's not the best quality but in these uh documentaries they kind of um 
it's you know they update the quality and you, right. you see the amount of people in there and you're like oh my god yeah and just it's, the body's getting tossed around amazing. mosh but it's it a, is yeah, it's amazing it's like a beautiful destruction what, that's the best way to put well, it and it, the the name of that that they gave it is absolutely perfect train wreck yeah it's just something for it's like, sure it's just something you can't look away from well, and just that everyone's like morales were so low because everyone was hot. There was no shade. Yeah, oh, and yeah. the biggest irony of it all was they set this up in a old airbase. Yeah, it yeah, had it just the build was still there. It was on a big giant runway, pretty much right. on asphalt in a hundred you know middle of summer in up, upstate New York. Yeah, yeah. You know, no shade, nothing. I mean, it was and see that a lot of people were thinking like. Well, you know, it's New York State. That's that's pretty far up there. It's like, no, it's still it's still hot. No matter if it's, I mean, oh yeah, eighty five or in August, whatever. dude, everywhere's yeah. hot. But like, it's you got to think of this. Like, look, would you want to be out? It doesn't matter if it's eighty five or ninety or a hundred. Would you want to be out there in the middle of the day in the sun all day long with like, and you had to pay five, four, five, six dollars for a bottle of water? Dude, it, you know what I mean? That's where things kind of went. Um, well, uh, it's just so much to cover because oh yeah, it's it's a the sixty nine one was such a revolutionary experience, and dude, they yeah they try to make want this ninety nine one to pretend like it didn't happen because it puts such a in a way it kind of puts a black eye on the sixty nine one because yeah. it still has that name. It does. Sixty nine was so like revolutionary. I mean, yeah. it was just like hey, throughout all the bullcrap, you know, we're you know dealing with the sixties like with. Fucking yeah. Nixon, Vietnam, you know, all the protests, but everyone could get together and listen to some good ass music right. and just love one another. And see, this wasn't the case. No, no, this no, was no, a no, giant no. frat party, dude. I'm telling you, it was literally exactly. just a giant frat party. Exactly. And that's and it's a good thing you're bringing that up too, because it's like peace, love, and music for the '60s. But it was like they were bringing, to, they were coming together and bringing everyone together for a purpose and it was like a it was really like a well, peace thing it was like a lot of people were like hey we're doing this to try to show the world like hey we're tired of having all this violence we want to be peaceful but the 99 was it's gener it's a huge generational shift man yes. you see it you see like yes. 60s like like some are like Woodstock, our parents maybe grandparents could have been part of um depending on the age group and they're just like yeah. it's all like Hey man, what's up, man? You here to watch so and so? Which nowadays it's like, bro, don't touch me. My yeah. dad's a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what seriously, yeah. It's yeah. like, uh, it's just crazy. Um, uh, how about all the people wearing their hats backwards and the uh, um, khaki cargo shorts? Yeah, like that dude. was the that was <laughs> almost every male there. That's what they were wearing. Yeah, the whole was, Fred, because Fred Durst had the whole MLB cap on backwards. Everybody yeah. was. That was it, dude. It's so good. Peak. That was peak fashion. It's just a, it was just an era of music. No one really gives. Now they do because it's tw over twenty. You know, it's just hit the twenty year mark, and uh, or it's in the twenty year mark. Now people are like looking back at, it, but it's like, dude, you go back and listen to that stuff. It's like they, you know, it makes sense. But there's just so much, like, you couldn't sit there and listen. To, it's like today. Um, you have to be careful, like you know what you say, what you do, depending on who. But at the time, like listening to that music, you couldn't have it in school. It was taboo. Like we talk about right. as kids, like dude, if we had a hold of one of those right. CDs with advisory on it, it's like, oh my god, right. you were such a badass. Well, yeah, of course. And that's the thing is, like, you kind of got introduced to that, I think, in a way, with 
watching MTV because that's back when MTV was actually music TV. It wasn't. No, that like was all this. Well, this is when this was when MTV started having the when things started going uh, right when they were losing the music television. Right. Yeah. I mean, you had TRL, you had the top ten, but people were so sick of it. This crowd, this group, was like, "Dude, screw yeah. this middle school, high school pop bullshit." Where is you yeah, know? Want to hear the music? We don't want to watch your fucking Big Brother show or whatever. Well, not else. that. I mean. 99 was like you still had music but it was all it was weird it it wasn't weird but it was so heavily focused on um the pop scene the boy band scene right. it just was yeah, like that's true that's true well you gotta you gotta think because a big part where they talk about like you had the columbine shooting and you know supposedly those kids were right. wearing black listening to that kind of music and that put that really put a hurting on like bands like corn yeah, maryland man like really they were just Cause that's how the media worked. I mean, they yeah. were going after. Now yeah. if you try to use some shit like that, it's like, oh, this this shooter, you know, did this because of he was listening to that. People were like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, and that's kind of this. I think the same mindset they had in '99 because it's like, okay, well, we're we're gonna do this concert or we're gonna have this for you know because it's against gun violence and all this stuff, and it's like, it's you're you're booking acts. It's great music, but you're booking acts that are going to kind of incite it's so strange right sunday the starting act yeah. was willie nelson yeah like that was not the day to no. do that like no, everyone no, no, is no, just no. everybody was getting up listening to it they're like what the fuck is that you know yeah. like i mean they were at that time at that they're point so burnt out maybe yeah. it was a good thing they started with willie not more heavy stuff Well, at that point they were so much they were so done i think it was already a kind of a preconceived notion that like no matter what happened they were going to burn that shit to the ground yeah for yeah, sure. I think it was preconceived. But like you said, and he brought up a good point, is that like, I feel like that was all just one big social experiment. Yeah. You had basically, be- between the numbers you look at, it's, it's like a half or a quarter to a half a million people in one spot. And they're basically in a, in a cage. They are. They're in a. And you say, they're like, in hey, an airbase right. trap. No shade. No. I mean, and you say, hey, what? What's you have happen? to? Yeah, unless your pockets are heavy, you have to pay four dollars for a bottle of water. Yeah, and then they were saying one of the promoters, dollars, the, the New York guy, the other promoter with the with Michael Lang, the guy from the original one, was like. You know, four dollars a bowl of water ain't bad. That's what you pay nowadays. Well, that's the fucking problem. Yeah, that was fucking <laughs> twenty three years ago. Uh, yeah. Like what? Uh, they're saying bottle of water is just as much as getting a beer. So people were like, "Fuck that, we'll just drink beer." Yeah, well, and that's where things. Well, yeah, then you start going off the rails. Well, yeah, people, you know, you got you got them doing all kind of notes on like Molly, ecstasy, yeah, cocaine, any, any kind of any drinking kind of drug, on top of that, any kind of drug you could get. Oh yeah, because they had the raves. That raves were set up for that. Yeah. So at nighttime, the party never stopped. That's why I'm like, this is not Woodstock, dude. This, I, but then again, I love that it's called Woodstock. I'm just like, this is how we've changed, and right. we're just going to continue is, to change. This is, it's a d, what I would consider like a de-evolution. Yeah, in a way. I mean, yeah. seriously, like it's, it's going from okay, this is constructive and it's a beautiful experience and it's awesome and all this stuff. And everybody's helping everybody. Everybody's making this beautiful, awesome art. And, like, everybody's having a great time and helping one another. And then you come to that, and it's just like... There was no helping one another there. That is the pure, like, the the purest form of chaos. 
in society. Well, I'm wondering. I need to go back and look. I don't think like what's not 69. No one had to pay to get in. Every, it was all so. that's what it was about you though. Like you had up, vendors yeah. cook like in the video that shows them cooking big huge plates and giving out meals. Yeah. Like it was all yeah. voluntary. That was the thing about Woodstock. It right. was like, hey man, we're here to love one another. Right. Like the song by the, the young bloods, like come get together. No. Come on, you know what I mean? Yeah. Come love on. Love one another. Everyone. Yeah, one love one another. Well, that's what it was about. And this was like Hey man, you can't come in with that cooler full of water. Oh, so you got some Molly. Enjoy the show. Right. But this one what the yeah. peace the peace patrol. How about that? Yeah. That was a peace, joke, dude. That was the biggest joke is because like they're just getting anybody. Yeah, it was like these high school kids are like, Hey, just just keep everybody cool. It's well, like, not even that. They the were fuck? just random dudes are like, Hey, you wanna we're needing people to do security and it's just like they got in yeah, they got access they behind high. yeah. They just go get high and just chill. Oh, they didn't and do anything. The there, there was no security. <laughs> I mean, that's just where it stems from, man. It was just like, it, they, how you can't, I mean, I'm no expert, but how these guys got away, these promoters really thought they could just sit back and think like, hey, with nah. minimal security, no source of, like, dude, these people are going to go There's crazy. There's nowhere for them to go. Yeah. Like, these people are baking I mean, in the sun, literally. You could leave. That's the thing is, you could leave, but these people paid... So much fucking money to be there. I think it's $150 for a weekend pass. Yeah. That's a lot like of money. Yeah, that's a lot. It's like, dude. Especially if you're a college kid. You paid that much money to be there, you're going you're gonna to be there. And yeah, it's like, right. It's like, um, like you said, by the end, by Sunday, into that third day, it was basically, look, we've paid for this, so guess what? <laughs> this is ours. Yeah, we're going to... like the, the... That's how I they mean, took it. It's a meme. It's a meme at this point, but it's like, okay... This is I'm the captain now. Well, I think the messages in certain music gets twisted because you got Rage Against the Machine that's all about like, hey, f the government. But these kids are using it as like f the government. Like, hey, we're going to tear this bitch down. It's like, well, the government's not. Well, they're on an airbase, so that's what, right. that's the whole irony kind of, of it. Why, out of yeah. all places, like, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. But an airbase, yeah. Woodstock, like, dude, you're really. And what was so crazy about it is whenever they actually, the people actually started to revolt and like come after them, they had to basically lock themselves in the, like the control tower or like the flight tower. It's like saying the Yankees are going to hold a game at Auschwitz or something. Yeah. What the fuck? It's like, yeah, like, okay. I don't know. That's just. But yeah, it's it's like, it's weird. It's weird. It's like. That's very weird, dude. Because you look at the Woodstock 69 and it was just this big park, basically. Well, they right? were just trying to turn it into like a festival sort of deal, or like right. a Ozfest, or it almost like Talladega because they're on like a big. It looked like dude, I'm, it looked like the worst ever Talladega because I've seen a pretty bad, a couple bad ones. Like you know what I'm saying? Because how people go on the yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's how. But that's how they. Well, actually, take the back. They should have set up like Talladega. Bring your RV. Bring bring whatever. Right. They had a huge camping spot, but I think it's just for tents. Like I don't want to. Right. Dude, well, that's dude, where uh, people stayed, but that's yeah. Whenever they showed the camping area, that's that's all it was. Is a bunch of these little bitty tents where, like, it's like in uh, L.A. All the yeah, it's homeless like tent camping. city. Yeah, yeah, and then you got all of this just porta johns. No actual. It. Well, I mean, you gotta just have. But the lines were crazy. People were getting yeah. They, had a, they just started pissing and then, shit. Well, and, finally yeah. they all overflowed, and then they're oh, people were bathing in the uh, in their, fountains. Yeah, they're supposed to get water get, out of instead of having to pay for it. But people started bathing in that because yeah. they had the shower. I mean, they just dude, they just did not have. 
No. Didn't set it up. It, like, any it remotely close to what it's supposed to be, but, like... Like, how that any of that got passed to the health department, like, I just no, blow... I don't know how... When they sit, like... like well, it changed. You, it did for the better for concerts and shit. Right, like, hey, did. you can only do this. If... It did. It, it kind of set the set some bars and set some some boundaries yeah. for like outside concerts. Well, I think a lot of, a lot of frustration was people are in there thinking like, hey, we're safe. We're they're gonna take care of us. Yeah. No, the fuck, they're not. No, it, it's like, hey, we got yeah. your money. Here's some good acts. Here you go. Survive. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it, but that's the thing is, we were and we were talking about this too. Is it like just watching them? the water they had oh my god but like they were bathing with that but they were also drinking it and stuff oh it was water that people were pissing it, yeah. and shitting and bathing yeah. in and they were drinking this too because yeah. it was getting you're right it was getting like recirculated and well they busted a pipe they were getting mad people were getting frustrated because they're having the the line to wait to get water was so long that they were busting the pipe right. and just getting shit out of it and that's right. how it all got contaminated and what the shock factor for me there was when they sent those those samples off and they yeah. had all this nasty yeah. salmonella and all this fecal shit matter in it. yeah it was shit was water like, oh my god they're literally dude. drinking shit water and you got people that are like getting sick getting like bad infections yeah from from just being exposed to it you know Woodstock 99 jeez yeah well like I said there's uh I was well, you, you got you know first night your headliner's corn second night big headliner was Limp Biscuit. And I think Metallica. I don't know if they're playing at the same time. I think Metallica played after them. In the Netflix documentary, they don't really cover that. So, but, yeah, they but show dude, Limp Biscuit, they brought the house down. They, that was, yep. That I think the one guy said, like, here's the, here's the fire we started. Here's kerosene. Right, Limp yeah. Biscuit was the right. <laughs> kerosene. But they, yeah. dude, they went out there and performed for on a badass show. Yeah. They, I mean, they did what Limp Biscuit does. They didn't. Yeah, they antagonize stuff because that's their. Of course they are, because yeah. they're feeding. Well, it's just crazy the amount of people. That's the thing he was saying. Like Fred he Durst had control saying, over the entire crowd. Yeah, that's what he was saying though. Is like, look, these people, these people came and paid to see a show. I'm gonna give them a show. Yeah, he was saying it's like it ain't our fault that this isn't right. uh, uh, handled correctly. Exactly. Pretty much, like he, no, like dude, we can't help that these people don't have water. They don't no, have <laughs> no. All they they're angry. The only thing that they could do is come and. Put on the best show that they. Did you see do. when when they interviewed Jewel? I think she played Sunday. She was just real nervous being up there the yeah. whole time. The yeah. crowd was just like a, it's like the, oh think, she could say they could flip at any moment. Yeah, like they'd be all nice and yeah. peaceful, but you could see like the they could. Didn't she they were leave? tired? They, yeah, dude. Didn't, I think she left her act early. She, she left early and then like she got on her bus. She's like, I'm out. Yeah, and, like everyone took off because I mean they they could like just flip because it was just a bunch of. Yeah, it, it was college a, fucking frat dudes, pretty much. It was and their rocket ready to explode at any time, and then uh, basically what set it off was the candles. Well, yeah, so that was the irony behind it too. First day there, everyone's getting there. There's this uh, uh, group set up giving out uh, candles for a candlelit vigil, right? For at you the, know, at the end, for yeah. gun violence awareness and stuff. Columbine just happened. Right, and that's what people started burning. They had these huge, just where they tore down all the structures that were made out of plywood and stuff. Just started yeah. throwing everything into it these big brush fire. piles. They had yeah. multiple of them, dude. I mean, like a war zone. It was that. Well, that the one. I think one reporter actually got out there and was like looking across and like 
basically trying to give us a scene of like what it looked like. And he's like, dude, I don't know if this is New York or Bosnia. Yeah. Like it, that's pretty crazy. And red hot chili peppers were performing as they were making yeah. all these bars. Yeah. It, it was crazy. Um, Flea was butt ass naked. Yeah. yeah. He does that. But I mean, it was just, it was funny because like, that's just, that was what, what stock 99 was. It was madness, man. <laughs> it's just crazy to believe that. It's crazy. And everything, oh, and everything was covered on pay-per-view. You could watch the entire event on pay-per-view, uncut. It's like, holy shit, yeah. what a time. Wasn't it like, uh, it's like 50 it bucks. Like, yeah, it was pretty high for just the pay-per-view. But it's awesome. all three days of, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's more way they can make money. But honestly, honestly, I mean, if I was, if I was, in that situation, I'd probably rather have the pay per view. Yeah, I mean, if I was saying, like, be in that crowd, dude, you can't breathe. No. You can't, it's uh-huh. not enjoyable unless you're just doped out of your mind, I guess. On well, whatever. Now, the first day, like, I think everybody's just crazy from the heat, not having well, any yeah, water, yeah. and just, whoa, we paid this much, we're here, we got to stay. Right. I mean, that's the whole. Let's see, the first day, on, it was Friday, the first day. That was super cool because everybody was cool and awesome and having a great time, and that was a good show that night. But then, like. Saturday, everybody was like, "Okay, getting really hot. Get stuff's really expensive. Like, don't have good, you know, a good place to stay. This kind of sucks." Saturday night, it kind of started to get. To That's the when point. it, yeah. And then Sunday, they were just ready to fucking explode. Yeah, I mean, well, they already exploded with. with Saturday. Saturday and night. It just carried over. Like the people that yeah, were still there, they're yeah. like, "This is bullshit." Like, it just got worse. Like, yeah. worse for them as fans and uh and it, concert goers because it's like we're like dude we're yeah. just uh, like we want to stay all three days like we're here we're, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity to them because it's you well, know yeah yeah it's like hey our parents went through this in 69 cousins uncles whatever went through 94 we gotta be part of this and it's like right. dude what the f- we didn't well but we paid this much for it's like what if you pay for to go on a cruise and the fucking ship sinks <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna want your money back or you're gonna be like yeah that's true i, I don't know or, or you get stranded out there you're gonna want to burn them up yeah there's yeah. A good, like how those people got stranded without power without running water Fuck, dude no i want to burn that some bitch down that's you gotta think about that dude you get yeah. put in that situation that's where true. you don't you know you that's true you, you get to a primal state I, that's just a primal state they were in they're like we got no water we got no food we're, we're having to drink piss and shit water like burn yeah. this motherfucker i mean that's how it goes yeah I, well it kind of it was kind of a i won't say it was funny because like all that shit kind of was ridiculous it was it was chaos it was what, utter chaos what's mind-blowing is like, the size of the crowd and how everyone was explaining like how they're all a micro microorganism yeah or one, 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 big, organism. one big organism yeah one big organism because they all move together and they're right. so close the people are just so packed in there like sardines and yeah the people that were in the crowd said like you can't you mean dude you could barely get oxygen like people yeah. are passing out There's left so and right people. yeah yeah you can't breathe there's but no oxygen what i'm saying shit happened to me i know yeah <laughs> but i mean <laughs> no the thing joke. is like you look around and it's like, okay, talk about the candles. They were, they were trying to do the vigil. It's like, okay, there's somebody setting a fire over here. And that just makes everybody else like, hey, that person's setting a fire. I'm Now I'm going to do it. And it just, it's a chain reaction. Yeah. That's what we oh, yeah. why we think it was like, it's a big social experience. Well, everything, yeah, for sure, dude. Because like, it makes you think you just that. Think like, what will people do if they're pushed to that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they found out. That's craziness. I mean, they tore everything down. Yeah, the entire wall, the uh, so the border of the entire venue was a huge, beautiful like 
I had all these artists come and do it voluntarily paint yeah, this like big mural. cool mural of different artists that played in 69 dude these people was it saturday they started turning the shit down saturday morning yeah, i think saturday, they started doing it saturday they didn't give a fuck about the art the time put into it they're like just tear yeah. it down was it saturday or sunday well sun sunday is when they really started tearing stuff up and then i think it was they, sunday because like people stay because they're supposed to have a big a surprise artist right, play and nothing happened and the one girl in the i think the hbo one said she came out for tennis like oh my god is it pink floyd they're saying tear <laughs> down the wall like that's what really she thought pink floyd she's like Oh right. my god, no, they're literally tearing down the yeah. wall, the border that's what of the they venue. Used to, to make the fire. Yeah. Like yeah. they took all these people's artwork and just yeah. burned them. <laughs> Started burning shit with, with these people. It's so learned. funny. Listen to people like, yeah, you know, these kids put a lot of time into painting this and they just, you know, they decided to take it for themselves. I'm like, yeah, because they haven't had any water. They're burning yeah. up. You know, they're drinking shit water. I mean, if I was in the same position, like, it, I, the, the I can't big, say I would do that, but like, dude, that would. The it's biggest takeaway good. is like what it's like f you to corporation. That's where it comes down to f you corporate, because in a way Woodstock '99 was a corp, like a corporate thing. They, yeah, they wanted, was, of course a, you're gonna want to make money. It's a video. It but was the, a cash. You know, it, have an MTV there. I mean, of course MTV's gonna want to be there. It's a huge oh, musical, sure, but yeah. it was all just. It was a cash grab. It did not feel like that's Woodstock it though. It just felt like a spring, huge spring break festival, right. all college. Yeah, that's what it. Yeah. But and then all it came down to, honestly, was that corporate. What was his name? There was a guy that it was. Uh, they had the was it Michael Lang was the guy that did. Uh, Sixty nine with curly hair. The other I can't remember the other guy's name. He's just a yuppie. He's just a, yeah, like a corporate dude. dude he can He just can't, he keeps defends it to this day. He's like, you know, none of this would have happened if uh, you know Fred Durst didn't uh, lose right. his cool. It's like, dude, are you kidding like, me, <laughs> bro? And then they just try to blame everything on it. He's trying to play. He's trying to put the blame on everyone but himself and his uh, organization that put right. together the show. And that was a failure. Well, right. And then he said that what what the uh, the funniest thing I think he said was like, "Oh yeah, they're 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 saying like oh they're tearing the wall down." I was like, "Yeah, I guess they, I, they just want to keep a a piece of art or like well, a, a memento." Is like, "No, nah, dude, they're they're." They're tearing your shit down just because he's just so in denial, man. It's, it's just he can't accept the facts. Like he's just arrogant, I guess. Right. Yeah. A politician. I mean, he's a politician. Just has a from New York. I forgot well, what his name was, but it's it's that it's that attitude. I think it's it that, is. It's a cocky air. I mean, I'm not saying all New Yorkers are, but it's very Trump esque. That's all I'm getting at. Like I'm not. Well, I'm yeah, not getting I political. Mean, but you know how yeah. he is. He's very. He's like. No, we're doing fine. You know, we we got. To, I mean, that's how he was. Well, yeah, approaching it. So, yeah. no, everything was going fine. Like the show, and it probably was. It's just some people that went there. A lot of people that went said they had a great time. Right. And they weren't up at the front. I mean, they just went, did their thing. But they said, like, yeah, it was kind of a joke with the concessions. And, right. And like I said, I don't know how much of this documentary really blows yeah. out of proportion, well, see, but it looked bad. That's like the, thing <laughs> the is, shit water. That's and, the thing is, there. I think there's two sides of it because you're looking at one that was like everything's terrible everything's awful and they're showing you all that but then again like you said there's other kind of accounts of it being like hey it's really cool man i had a great time but like yeah. when you have people like that like you're talking about the people that are i don't like know man haulers. the video speaks for itself like right. the doc documentation of it the, the long haulers the people that showed up thursday night and stayed until sunday those people were fed uh, well, this is the kind of shit that I wish I had a time machine. Gone. I could just be a fly on the wall and exactly. just be there. Just that would kinda... be, yeah, that would be really cool. If there's only like, one act you could see there. there, who would it be? One act? So yeah, one of those acts. Do we have the... Com you I'll have give the you the lineup. Complete, yeah, give me the complete lineup, I'll tell you. But honestly... No, I'll tell you who I would... Honestly, I would probably say, just for the fact of... Because I was so close to seeing them and then didn't wasn't able to, 
uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, they especially in I'll just say that, dude. but they all played for an hour. That's the yeah. thing. They were just like well, maybe like, the headliners played for two. Maybe well, it's like when we, we we went and saw Pearl Jam. It was not uh, what I had expected. You know? No. So I was thinking like, okay, this is gonna be a concert. This is gonna be there's an event schedule. Pearl Jam is. For like an hour. Look how just look how mixed up or it is, dude. It's crazy. Oh, Thursday they had like look at their Thursday lineup. It's like City yeah. Fest. <laughs> but little, that's just that's just like prelims. That's prelims. Big gym because the the actual event starts Friday. But that was just right. like hey, if you get there earlier, part of the they had Vertical Horizon and they had some pretty solid hits. The String Cheese Incident. Oh shit! Good. Hey, I, hey, they got big after that. Speaking of fucking talking about the cookies and cream <laughs> incident, cut that out. Let's see. James Brown, yeah, I remember that. He was like, he was opening on. He, not- so James Brown was the opener for Friday, the opening day. Then Willie Nelson was the opener for the last day. What James- the fuck? Yeah, wasn't it James Brown though? That he, all he was t- like, I'm not going to play if you don't give me more money. And oh like, yeah, did he, he, he? Oh dude, he yeah, then he he saw the size of the crowd. Yeah. And they didn't, he didn't get, apparently the guy, I forgot, I should have known his name, said he didn't give him the money, but he went out there and looked at the crowd. He's like, oh, fuck, I got to play for yeah. this. <laughs> well, yeah, because he's like, you got to give me Dude, the crowd, the money. crowd was, I literally felt like the crowd, they said it was so, so much chaos and just like security was so, um, it was almost non-existent, it yeah. seems like. That artists felt like they were held under hostage with the crowd. Yeah. Because the crowd was like, really? dude, they could f- flip on a dime. And they're just talking about how, un- yeah. just how angry they were yeah <laughs> they just want to hear angry music that's pretty much it yeah. now some of the artists did kind of calm them down a little bit for the most part dude they were so angry now hey i will say on like, looking at the the list now i really would have liked to have seen the offspring and corn right there yeah and, and, oh that was right life. next okay let's do this let's make it easier yeah, which corn- day would you have liked to have been there Okay, well, Friday. If you can only have one contender, uh, I would definitely not gonna choose Sunday because that was a fucking <laughs> shit show. Uh, well, no, let's say dude, that's what's crazy. What about people that just showed up to see Willie Nelson Sunday? Oh they go in there, they're like, "What the yeah, fuck happened? Yeah, what, what happened to this place?" <laughs> like her mom and dad, they went and saw that. They probably would have went there. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> oh yeah, it looks like a fucking third world country, bro. It does. There's just ooh collective soul. That's <laughs> I've seen old them. School shit. I've seen them in concerts. They put on a damn Mega good Death show. Play there? Yes. They- shit. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. So they were the one. They literally were the last ones to play. They really? were on the stage. Uh, uh, oh they were on the stage opposite of Red Hot Chili Peppers. So they were playing at the same time. Yeah. But Megadeth finished after Red Hot Chili Peppers. So technically, they were the. the and everything act. was just burning, dude. Yeah, the last dude. song they played was Peace Cells, but who's buying? They could, yeah. <laughs> and the whole place is fucking burning. They could probably take a, a picture <laughs> of that shit and then put it on the next album. Dude, how. That, yes, that's perfect. Peace Cells, w- but who's buying? Dude, I, w- <laughs> I would say my the day that I would go would probably be. Uh, Friday, and I would be mainly at the West Stage. Dude, no, I want to be there Saturday. No, no, no. And I would be like, stage, I want to be like in the middle of the shit while Limp Bizkit's well, playing. That's the thing is, you couldn't look, give me enough Zoloft in the world to calm <laughs> me the fuck down. Let's well, see. Look, Friday, Friday on the East Stage, you had James Brown the opener, G Love and Special Sauce, Jamiroquai, which eh, live. 
Dude, yeah. Cheryl Crow, DMX. All of them played for an hour. Yeah. They all spring corn and bush. The all spring was a bush, great show. Bush that was actually was to follow up corn actually did pretty good. So that's what I'm good. saying. All these artists, of course, like well, I mean, they're all still you know, right. but like Offspring. All uh, well, no, so. that they were at the top of their right, top game. Of the game. Yeah. yeah. Top of their game then, like DMX, late 90s. Yeah. Like, holy shit, 99, well, holy shit. Bush as well. Yeah. He was thinking like, this is not my my. They put on a right damn, now. so with their, so they closed Friday night. They actually yeah. came on after Corn. They did. And they like chilled. It was awesome how much he was able to chill the audience out. Like not completely, but definitely made it. Cause Bush has heavy, like Machine Head. And, yeah, yeah. You know everything's in. Like they got some pretty heavy. I mean, not as heavy as fucking some of Corn's heaviest no, shit, no, but no, no, no. still pretty heavy. But yeah. they were able to, to call. They were able to chill because the crowd was so amped up from Corn because they were all waiting for Corn that day in the right. heat, yeah. drinking. I mean, they were all just amped up, ready. They hear yeah. corn. But see, watching that uh, during corn, that's that's the only thing that would I uh, would not want to be in was the mosh pit that happened. Oh my god, like, dude, no, because they were beating the shit out of people. Yeah, they were. I mean, like seriously, there were people coming in like and like not just like pushing people and stuff like that, like a normal uh, mosh, but they were coming like and decking the fuck out of people. Well, it makes you think like, why no one lose their cool and shoot somebody? Like there had to, there, well, there could have been any firearms in there because somebody would have used it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking like Columbine just happened a couple months well, before this. Thinking, so I think everybody was on edge. Maybe they're just like, Oh maybe. fucking, but you could like, how does someone not had, get shot at this well, place? They could have taken a, a piece of wood or something and beat the fuck out of somebody. None of that happened though. So there's, well, there was well, yeah, but there was, was horrible. I don't know if anybody got killed. Sexual right? assaults and oh, yeah. rape and shit like that. That was bad. But you you got to think of it this way, like we were talking about before. This wasn't '69. It wasn't peace, love, and music anymore. It was about fucking music frat party, and it was like, yeah, that's what it had turned into. So I'm saying it was like a de-evolution. Yeah, you know, well, with, like with that group and that, you know, college age. Meet yeah, frat. yeah, that yeah. is a fucking de-evolution. <laughs> yeah, it, it it turned from okay, this is about music and this is about everybody getting together for a certain cause. Let's get together and let's um, support this or that. It turned from that into okay, this is just about fucking chaos, dude. I loved Fred Durst <laughs> so much in the nineties. I would like try to dress like him, Fred Durst, like with khaki yeah. pants. Yeah. Shoes hat on backwards. Well, he, I mean, that hey, was Limp Biscuit, you were cool as shit. If you if you, if you don't listen to Limp Biscuit, Kid Rock, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, Limp, Limp, Limp Biscuit was the kind of like like people are like who are you? Yeah, like, Limp, you're not heavy, dude. Limp Biscuit was pretty like, yeah, like they were they were on the scene of like the people that were well, it made like the in the middle the frat like boy that. college kid feel like a tough dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, so, yeah. That was his like yeah, yeah fuck with me, bro. You know. Yeah. Like, hey. You know, like that. It worked. It worked. Like, I mean, still, it was uh, the time of music was like uh, that. Well, that's how it gets. Get, that's how it gets. No, that's how it gets twisted by other artists. They're just like it's. You know what I was saying? Yeah. Like yeah, that's yeah. just how it gets twisted. But no, honestly, Limp Biscuit has good music. I've I've listened to him for. Well, it's just a like it's a time, taste. It's a so. taste thing too. It's like, I, Grace. Not everyone likes Kiss. There's a lot of people that hate Kiss. 
Yes, I fucking sure. like this. They're just like, oh, I don't get the makeup, all the, like, their songs. Suck. That, I think they just yeah. think they suck because they dress up. And they started that trend of... Well, and it was people that were saying, like, because it was in that, that kind of a time frame of... I fucking oh, love it's, this. It's, it's, you know, they're dressing up. It's like, oh, it's devil music and stuff. It's like, dude, it's, <laughs> it's, it's rock music. They're, I mean... Yeah. I mean, shit, now look at... I was like, okay, if you thought Kiss was bad or, like... That was what was cra- that's what was so taboo about right. corn Marilyn Manson like they would think you're a fucking school shooter if you went to school yeah. wearing baggy black pants yeah. or listen to that if music. You come in, that's the thing is really the media in, made that right. they scared it was like a witch hunt after right. it was like dude like remember when we were going to school I remember in middle, I know when my brother was in high school like they banned like wearing black pants black shorts yep. Yep. like you could wear all black no I swear to you dude that that's you couldn't and and there was no no well even. Um, it's like fuck like, you. Johnny Cash wears black. Well, yeah, but like, Darth Vader before, wears black. <laughs> but even before, like Elvis '68 comeback, black. Well, I think <laughs> even before '99, they were like no graphic tees. Yeah, well, definitely after that, we couldn't wear like the wrestling shirts, like NWO and shit no, like no, that. No, no, we no, couldn't no. wear that. No, like no, well, really, they thought they think you're a school shooter. Well, NWO came out after around that time. That's when that was really popular. New World Order. It, yeah, sure. like in wrestling and WWE, WCW. I didn't know they were that old, or that was that old. Yeah, dude, WCW's all like thirty years old, almost. Okay, well, I must talk about the WWE. Yeah, but remember, like, I remember in school, like, I'm sure it had any kind of gun on it. In hell, no. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, was, obviously, uh, no skulls, no people that I had gone to school with that they had come to school with like a graphic tee, and they had they gave them black uh, gaff tape. To put across the name or whatever, like Guns N' Roses t-shirt. Oh like, my god, I remember that. They had to like, make you block it out. Like, I mean, I, I I get it. Like, they're trying to, like, keep everybody safe and make sure there's a safe environment for kids. But like, how is that harming? I don't anybody? know. I just think it's you know, like I think it's I silly. Like, you're going after the wrong. Anyway, I don't know. let I want to switch. I want to switch gears. <laughs> we stayed on that a while. Yeah, we did. I want to switch gears and talk about. I didn't uh, say what day I'd want to be there. What day would you want to be there? Hang on. I got to look up the lineup. <laughs> well, you just had the lineup. No, but really, if people listening, go watch the documentaries. Yes, please. And please it is, uh, it's really comment good. on our, or give us your thoughts on what you thought about it. Would you want to be there? Would you be like, oh, I could handle this. I can toughen this. Or I've been through worse experiences. Like, oh, they haven't seen. Oh, that. Sorry, I don't mean to yell. That was pretty loud. Uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. You can just edit it. Yeah, I can just Blooper edit it. Blooper reel. <laughs> yeah. Um... Damn, I lost my train of thought. Oh my god, the HBO one. It's like Coachella was advertising it. Because at the end, what? they just. <laughs> Coachella was advertising. I think they backed it, like got it made. Because there's like this huge ad at the end of the HBO bag. I swear, dude. It's like, now we have Coachella. You know, when you come to Coachella, you don't have these big crowds. And you have plenty of water, you know. Oh, my God. You know, you don't have to pay an arm and a leg for food. It's just all about the experience and hey, loving one another. It's like. Dude, you, it's you like, got the, the, that kind of like Southern Californian down pretty Yeah, good. you know. <laughs> and it's like, dude, all I know is fucking. Yeah, I don't no, break it down. <laughs> Piss love and music, bro. No, destroy everything, burn it. Like if someone came at, if that's what Coachella is like, dude, I gotta have some heavy. Yeah, well, Coachella is all about like the laser the, shows and what, shit. They're about like the chill. No, the, like the you talk about like uh, was it like, 
chill dubstep oh. and stuff like that. No, dude. What the fuck? Like, uh, was it? Uh, who's... Oh, if that's the case, and it's like, what, if you compare that to Woodstock 99, well, it, Woodstock 99 is like a... <laughs> Coachella is where you go and take, like, you go and you eat about three How do you know shrooms. this? Have you been to Coachella? No, but I've, I've had some buddies that have been. You're probably shitting all over. Like, people are like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, no, no. I've, I've had some buddies that have been. And basically. It's probably like going to Disney World. No, no, no. 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 And it's, and it's like your normal festival, I guess. But like, you go and, I mean, I've had some buddies go and they stay and. I mean, it's an experience. Yeah, I mean, you go and you does it bring them closer to God? Eat a couple shrooms and no, I'm not fucking going fucking to see get into the laser show and, and listen to the music and then uh, sway the. I mean, I sl- dude, the HBO I, <laughs> go watch the HBO Max documentary on the Woodstock '99. It for sure was uh, pushed by Coachella. Because there's like a I'll good go that two to three minute long ad at the end. It's like <laughs> well, now we have, Coachella. it's like after the events of Woodstock 99, now we have more events like Coachella where you, <laughs> you come and just have a good time and you know, don't have to worry about that. I mean, really it's like, yeah. So they're like pushing it hard. Yeah. Well, then there's the other one. There's Coachella and then there's, uh, Coachella's weird. It looks like it's out in the desert. It in is. In the middle of nowhere. It is. What the fuck? It's in Nevada, I think. Are you just getting like a nuke coming down out of nowhere? I don't know, dude. It's, yeah, it is in the desert, though. That's like Burning Man. What is Burning? They burn a man? Yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> People come together and they like... Like a real person? No, but they, they build all this art and stuff. And then that's what it is. It's like... They get, burn it? Yeah. They, it's, like, <laughs> get, it's like getting rid of your old life or whatever. Getting rid of your previous experiences so exhibit fucking a one stock 99 with the wall i'm telling you they build they're picking up bad trends and turn them into or bad habits and turn them but they do it they do it every year but they do a they build a a giant man out of logs and all kinds of shit and then at the end of the festival or whatever it is is like three or four days they just light it up so they have nicholas cage in it like the booker man (laughs) Screaming no, that, no, but uh, <laughs> yeah, they do that. I mean, it's weird shit, but hey, whatever. there's so there's Coachella, Burning Man. There's another one. I think it starts with a P. It's not. Uh, they had Red Hot Chili Peppers there. I don't know. Fuck, Lollapalooza. That didn't start with a P. No, there's one that starts with a P. Am I thinking of Lollapalooza? Maybe. I'm not totally sure. Um. But one thing that is for certain is that, like, those type of events are heavily influenced from Woodstock 99. Or or 69. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're they're not going to be a recreation of that. Like, Bonnaroo. Fucking Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo. That doesn't start with a P. But uh, Burning Man is probably the closest you'll get to as far as being just completely lawless, I guess, but they still got people there that like take care of stuff, make sure stuff didn't get out of hand. But regardless of that, I mean, yeah, I mean, I know people that went to Coachella and stuff and they said, yeah, it was, it's fun. It's fine. I mean, it's, it's one of those places that, you know, you just go and have a good time. No one's going to, it's, you're not going to get fucking, the shit be out of you and get starved <laughs> to death or something. So. Are, are we uh, swimming through fucking 
bloody shitty pissy no no that's not happen there or drinking fecal water i don't think so god uh well well i wanted to switch gears here what switch gears? What switch gears? gears. Going to? That so was, we wanted to. On that? Oh, we were almost an hour just on that. Oh yeah, it's a big topic. I'm feeling that it's ice big cream topic. cookie. I can tell. God, screaming, tell? screaming in the mic. Am I, dude, if it's bad, if it's too bad, just <laughs> cut no, it all out. You're all good. Anyway, I'm in my element. <laughs> you know so what I wanted to talk about some of these, some odd or curious stories that happen to you that like no one really knows about, but like. Then when they find out, everybody's it's it's a it's funny like it's it's humorous after that. Oh my god! So you can laugh at it, right? You can laugh at yourself. That's it's always good to do. It's a healthy thing. So like, <laughs> I'll tell mine first because yours is so good. What? Oh. So basically, when I was seventeen, I worked at O'Charlie's. It's oh, a Jesus. It's like a you know, kind of a fast food place, but you can go in and sit down. I wouldn't say it's really like a fine, or like a sit-down restaurant that much. I mean, going in, it's like an Applebee's, basically, you can compare it to. But uh, I worked there, and I was uh, working in the kitchen, and um, I had only been there for like maybe a couple weeks. And I went to the back into the freezer to get uh, <laughs> some butter, and went through there, and I, I don't know why. This is fucking dumb. Like, I I felt so retarded after this, but like <laughs> you open the freezer door and you pull it to you to walk in. I walk in, I get the shit and I got to walk out and I start pulling on the door to open it. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why is this? Did somebody lock me in here? I seriously thought I was like, I'm not fucking lock in to, locked in here. So I start pulling the door as hard as I can. I get up, I put my feet on the wall. And Damn, you pulling. did all that? Yeah. And I was like, fuck this butter, dude. I'm getting the fuck out of here. And then I did not think, nothing in my mind said, just push the fucking door. Nothing. <laughs> not one moment. Did you ever think that you were going to freeze to death in there? I <laughs> dude, I swear, I went through everything. I was like, dude, oh. I'm going to die in here. Like, and no one's going to find me. Uh, that's <laughs> that's exactly how you saw it. It's like, this is how I go. Yeah, like, this, this is going to be terrible. Like, I'm literally going to feel myself stop moving in motion. Yeah, this is it. I'm, I'm going to Would you have just sat there and shivered? Or would you have been like, you started doing jumping jacks. Get the blood going. <laughs> well, no, I was thinking about that. I was like, I'm going to have to stay warm somehow. <laughs> just see you in there just running back and forth. <laughs> Like touching the wall, but uh, I was like, somebody's gonna have to come here eventually to get something. But um, no, uh, I called my dad, I called like everybody, and then they have an emergency like switch in there if something happens. And uh, <laughs> I hit the emergency switch, and the cops come, and then I'm just sitting there, I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, and then the manager just opens the door. I'm like, he's looking at me like, what the fuck? I was like, holy shit, how did... I was locked in here. He's like, dude, this door opens this way. You could have walked out at any time. I was like, oh my God, dude. I was I was like, please, I, I just want to go home. Like, I, I just want to go home. He's like, no. <laughs> he's like, the cops are out here. They want to talk no, bro. to you. Hell no, bro. You still got, you know... Three hours left on this shift. Well, no, I mean, that's pretty much done with the day. Was he like, have you even taken your lunch yet? No, yeah. It was like, in there for like three hours. You were not in there for yeah. three hours. No shit. Because I didn't want to call anybody. You didn't tell me that. You were in yeah. there for three hours. I didn't want to call anybody. I was like, eventually somebody will come in here. That had been freezing cold. Yeah, it was How did you not cold. die? 
Because I wasn't in there for, I mean, it's only three hours. Only three hours? Yeah. Dude, that's a long time. Yeah, I was cold as fuck. But, like, that's the thing, though. I was in there, and I didn't want to call anybody. And that's what you're saying, like, start doing jumbo jacks. I was thinking, like, I'm going to have to start doing that because I'm getting fucking cold. But, like, I, it was like an hour in because I thought I was just locked in there. Like I, that I, is a long fucking time. No one yeah. had to come get anything out of that. No, because what we had, well, the only time you ever go into the freezer to get anything is if like there's a rush or something and like we're running low of something. Uh, and it was like right after lunchtime. It was like one, one o'clock in the afternoon. So everybody had everything they need in their stations. And uh, basically they were just going to come for the dinner rush to get stuff out or whatever for the next, you know, section or whatever, next uh, shift. So I was sitting in there, I was like, oh, someone's going to eventually have to come in here and, like, get look for something or whatever. But, yeah, about an hour in, I was like, okay, <laughs> i got to call somebody. So I called Dad, and he's like, well, I mean, shit, call the store, I guess. So I was like, okay. And then I called the store, and they're like, what, what are you talking about? Where are you at? And I was like, I'm in the fucking freezer, dude. And they're like, what? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm in the freezer in the back of the store. And they're like, all right, well, whatever, dude. Just what? And then I guess they didn't believe me. So what? Like, this, yeah. No, it would, this is some real shit. So like, they didn't believe me. And it was like two hours in. I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing here? So then I waited a little bit longer. I just started banging on that fucking well, door. I, did. I was banging and yelling and shit. Yeah. But it's like so thick insulated. What the fuck? And um, I was banging and shit. Oh, fuck. Damn, you're banging too much. <laughs> yeah, I'm banging too much. Uh, <laughs> but no, I was banging. And then um, it was about 15 or so minutes after that. I was like, well, it wasn't quite three hours. It was like two and a half. But because after that, I was like, fuck this. I'm hitting this emergency button. And um, I pulled the thing. I pulled the lever, the emergency lever, and uh, it was a silent alarm, so I didn't hear anything. But what? <laughs> yeah, so my manager comes back there because he, he, you know, he's in his office, like somebody pulled the alarm, and he comes in and opens the door and sees me in there. I'm sitting there fucking freezing to death. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing in here?" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, thank God, and I get out." And he's like, "What's what's wrong?" I was like, "No, I, dude, I was I was locked in there. Somebody locked me in." He's like, "Dude, no, it wasn't locked. All you, the door opens this way." He's like. He, he honestly could have said this and I wouldn't have cared because I felt I felt like it. He could have just said, it opens this way, you fucking idiot. And I would have been like, yeah, you're right, I'm an idiot. <laughs> but, so I said, okay, well, um, I, I, I just want to go home. I'm going to go home. He's like, no, you can't yet because there's three cops out here that want to know what happened. <laughs> so I had to go out there and tell the cops. Yeah, so I had to go tell the cops. I was like... I didn't like, I'm going to sue somebody. No. Lock me in the damn freezer for three <laughs> hours. I could have died. They didn't lock me in there. Did you start a fire? No. Did you get like, no. go primal? Like naked and afraid? I thought I was going to have to. I was like, dude, they're no, not... this uh, freezer's pretty tough. Can't break out. So I'm going to get a fire started. Good thing <laughs> I brought my... Uh, but what's it called? The... the the blow or whatever, how they make the fire. The oh yeah. Bow, like a uh, bow uh, kit or they call it something. It's a, uh, they broke a fire starter. What is it? It's a something bow. Always, yeah. Someone always brings something to start a it, fire. The other one yeah. brings like a machete. Yeah. It's the, every fucking episode. 
stick bow or whatever, <laughs> fire bow, whatever it's called. But yeah, I, I brought this was, gun to fucking shoot no, something. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, no, seriously, I thought about, I thought about honestly, I'm gonna have to set this fucking box of uh, biscuits on fire and just like sit around it. <laughs> but no, like that was my probably my most embarrassing story ever. Uh, yeah, oh my uh, god! I had to go tell the cops. Cops were like, "Hey man, what happened? Like, why'd you hit that button? Is someone like, like in there that we need to know about?" I was like, "No, I just, I thought I was locked in the freezer." <laughs> my god! So anyway, yeah, that's my my embarrassing story. But yours isn't embarrassing. Yours is just funny. So go, yeah, I want you to take the floor down. Embarrassing. <sighs> yours isn't nearly as embarrassing, but yours is funny. Mine wasn't funny because I was, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's not really like a comedic, you know, thing, but you know, yours is funny. Go ahead. Well, I got locked inside the grocery store that I work at. Yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah. Well, that's the thing though, is you have to go through it because it's like a fucking, you were like in a horror movie. So I want to. I want you to walk it through. Like, what happened? <laughs> Start with like, okay, I just now it was cleaning. Yeah, I was doing detail clean. Yeah, so what happened? Like, like once, the once, you finish, once you finish cleaning, okay, I'm ready to go home. Well, it was Mid-board. like mid- almost done. I was like, dude, I got so much shit to do. It's after midnight. Like, yeah. Well, I was thinking it was Saturday night, and our big day is Sunday. So I'm like, I thought for sure there's going to be people out there still. Um, and this was after midnight. And yeah. This story close what ten? Nine. Nine. So yes, <laughs> this was midnight. You're thinking people are still there. Well, midnight. I just took someone up on something. I was like, yeah, man, I can get all this done in this amount of time, and I got to. I was like, fucking no way. Yeah. Just had to go with it. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I was back there cleaning. I couldn't hear the intercom. Music plays on the radio. That's what's so freaky to me. I was thinking like that's. Like being a horror movie. Yeah. Dark Damn, ass, I didn't think of it about you're like in a that. Dark, dark ass uh, grocery store with the music playing. Well, and you're just walking around. Like, you don't know. Like, somebody could have just snuck in there and, like, I'm going to kill this dude. What makes it so. Um, <laughs> you know? Like, what makes it so uh, surreal is, like, you're just like, okay, I'm getting out of here. I'm done. Like, they left me. That's what goes through your yeah, mind. At the time, you're like, I cannot believe I got left in here. Yeah. Because you're not like, no, I didn't get myself. I didn't. I got left. That's what happened. But it, was just, it happened. I mean, it's easy. I mean, if you're caught up, you're busy, you're ready to get out of there. People are ready to go home. They just. Yeah. They're not going to come check every. You know, yeah. No well, they made a page. And I didn't hear it. Oh, did they? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear because I was back there cleaning. And where the yeah. speaker is, they're playing. The, the the music says stop at a certain time, dude. It's too loud. Or yeah. turn it well, low. When he, that's what he said when he, when he said, like, no, that plays My all night. Sucks. I was like, why? I was like, why do they let the music play all that's night? That's weird. Terrible. That's weird. Contemporary pop bullshit. <laughs> um, so I'm back there looking, lights are still on, lights are still on. I hear a page. I don't think that's nothing because I can't understand what they're saying. It was a system, system manager saying, hey, hey guys, about to close your down. If anyone's still in here, come to the front. They sit there and wait. Right. I didn't hear a fucking page. Well, that's the thing. They're like, oh, well, Trey's not here, so... Well, is, we dude, leave well getting what? to that, you don't think that'll ever happen to you. It's just a thought, though, when you're closing. Right, like, what right. Anyone that got, I wonder if anyone has ever gotten uh, locked inside here at night, like forgotten about. Yeah. Being like, man, 
in your mind it's like that's some shit that happened that wouldn't happen to me no it would happen to me <laughs> i was like i gotta be careful i wasn't careful no, <laughs> got myself locked in the store enough. no because I, I didn't hear the page man i can't hear back there i gotta washing pans and shit um yeah they need to give you like a special little radio and say yeah hey, we we closing. <laughs> okay no i tell them when i'm closing I'm like hey whoever's the mi the manager in charge tonight i'm like hey dude don't forget about me yeah like yeah, dude man i'm the, like you not watch black hawk down leave no yeah, man behind. Dude, leave you behind apparently these guys yeah. never watched that so Damn. maybe it's more like no i just watch i just saw top gun maverick Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm just kidding so, so this is still number two in the theaters i don't mean to get back on top of that hang on no let's go back to the grocery store cut that yeah you're on it <laughs> so okay so oh i never hear that page it right. gets later i look out the uh window of my department and it's just like a sea of darkness yeah, it's pitch black I'm like, what? I'm like, dude, I'm like, no, the lights are completely off. I'm like, surely I'm not the only one in here. They're just you're like, oh, I didn't think that. I was like, whatever. They just turned them off. They're still working yeah. in the dark. Why yeah. they would do that? Um, flashlights. <laughs> I get everything done. I'm like, all right, time to go. I'm like, I'm looking. I'm like, dude, surely someone's still here. I go walk. I'm like, I'm going to hear some commotion over in this department. I'm going to the front of the store. I don't hear shit. I'm like, oh, fuck. I walk around the entire store. I'm like, damn, everyone's left. Like, Let me go look at the front door and make sure there's no other vehicles here. Because right. there's still lights on the offices, but they just leave them on. Right, yeah. And uh, I no, I went to go make a page first. Did I go make a page first? Did you page to say, hey, is anybody, is anybody hey, else I'm in Hey, I'm done. <laughs> Dude, it was, hey, it, myself. It was such an echo <laughs> over the store because it was so empty. There yeah. was just no one. It was like, hey, I'm done in my department. I can hear it clearly. And yeah. I was just talking to no one. Dude, that's creepy. Yeah. I think he's like... Pitch black, you just hear music. Just this contemporary... This like some damn, uh, like, uh, Last of Us vibe. Yeah, dude. If it, it was... Oh, damn, I didn't think about it like that. Good thing I didn't, because I've been super paranoid. Yeah. Well, I guess that's why I got out of there. Yeah. I was like, well, dude, there's no one in here. They just left me behind. I'm leaving. I unlocked the doors. Yeah, no, there's just sliding no. doors. I unlatched them. I'm just like, <laughs> fuck it. I'm leaving. I just looked up at the camera. I was like, yeah, they're going to see me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking out and I'm like, well, no, there's two sets of doors because there's a lobby yeah. for the carts. Um, get out the first set of doors, nothing happens. I'm like, shit, it's not, it's not motion the... active. They got an alarm system, it ain't motion active. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a set of keys or like, no, I didn't have shit. Through? Okay, I had my keys. Okay, I could have latched it back, but I think the alarm still would have went off. Yeah, probably would have. So I leave, man, and uh, I I'm walking to my truck and dude it's that's funny I was the last one because I went and looked out the doors and you just see my truck at the end no one else in this big parking lot I'm like damn I did get left yeah. damn it that's that, was, my like, first thing wasn't to call anybody my first thing was just like get the hell out of the just store go, it was creepy leave. it was yeah. I don't know maybe that's what I should have told them like, that's why I left well, but I get like halfway to my truck almost to the end of the parking lot then I hear woo, woo, woo. I'm like oh shit it's loud too yeah. like they got a damn good alarm system yeah. i was like fuck yeah gone and it's like apparently it's a time <laughs> activated so if something unlocks yeah without if it's not deactivated in a certain amount of time it goes off yeah. so it's like 30 seconds i guess yeah so you were maybe long no halfway. maybe like 15 so i don't know halfway across the parking lot what, what was 15 it. seconds felt like 15 minutes oh yeah so i was for like sure. fuck out of here 
<laughs> I get to my truck. I just hear it going off. I'm like, oh, well. Yeah. Like, I'm like looking around. I don't see any cops pulling in yet. And I'm just <laughs> getting in my truck. And I just go home. I never I'm pass out, a bro. cop or anything. Because and... I'm so, sure they're like, oh, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Nothing ever. Yeah. Who's going to... Well, I mean, says just wait to see like who's going to break into a grocery store, but like it makes a lot of sense. I mean, <laughs> I just went home. Yeah, <laughs> Lauren's just blaring. Well, that's the thing is, like you probably should like, like you said, like go get like some beer and then like, <laughs> if you, I mean, if you were like gonna someone's gonna quit or something, like just trash the place. Like, Dude, it's like this come back like what no. happened? What happened here? Uh a bear got in. So, here's my <laughs> this is just it's just going to happen with with uh throughout my life. With new things like starting a job or moving somewhere, like some shit like this always happens. Yeah. Yeah. Was I remember um when we first moved here, I think our alarms went off one day for some reason cuz I the, they were fucking loud. The like, yes, uh, yes. The police called us and stuff. I was oh like, oh shit. Gosh. And Mackenzie had to say like, hey, like, <laughs> I don't know. What, I forgot what happened. Wow. I think we had it set for motion sensor inside, and Hank set it off because this is when we first got <laughs> yeah, Hank yeah, yeah. or Beagle, and yeah. I think he set it off. We we're like, what the fuck's going on? I was like, oh my god, there's been a break, and it's a Hank. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's good. That happened, but yeah, that was uh, terrifying. Well, not terrifying. It was just frustrating because I called you. I was like, dude, I think I messed up. I think they're gonna fire me because I just walked out of this place. Yeah. And... <laughs> nah, dude. That but that was funny. That when you said that, like, it really no one knew mind. about it. It's like, dude, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> I'm not really that old. I'm not old. But I'm just like, I'm, mm, I'm past like, getting locked in. Yeah, it's like, no, nah, I'm out. It's like, like, how I'm going. Supposed, well, how am I supposed to explain that? So I was like, I'll just leave. Yeah. I'll just be like, I didn't hear shit. I was like, no, they're gonna know. I heard something. Cause I'm like, okay, good. Maybe the alarm didn't work. We need to look at that. It's like, like, no. uh, all right, we see. Like, we see on the camera. I was like, what happened, dude? I heard it. I just left. I don't know. That's what I told. I was like, look, Dave. I just, I just <laughs> left. Just dipped out. See that? That's what's so funny about that is no one knew about it. No, no, the next day in my department, no one knew about it. I had to say something. They're like, what? You got locked in the store? They're like, what a dumbass. Well, that, that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> for me. In their attitude. Like, they're, yeah. they're like, well, how did you, how'd that happen? Well, the way you, the way you carried it too, because you were like, you talking to the, what is his name? The, the guy that, Musa or whoever his name is? I think I mentioned names. Oh, yeah. Let's man. cut that whoever. out. Yes, my system manager was like. What? They don't know. Like, I mean. He's fine. I don't know. You're a great guy, mate. So we love you. Yeah, I'm just shout out to you. I'm so... <laughs> but anyway, it was like I'm zoned dude, out. Like, hey, man, it's you. Like you did this to me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, fuck you. <laughs> the reason I got locked in here last night. Yeah, I was like, no, never mind. It was so and so because they were the. They didn't come get you. No. <laughs> Uh, well, this is the thing it's like clothing stores and stuff like I was just dumped off at a porch well, well yeah they, like clothing <laughs> stores and stuff they check the the fitting rooms or whatever the bathrooms they could have come back like came back there and just said hey man you buy back here you know but no it happens dude <laughs> shit happens I just thought that was a that was a funny event funny story so I figured we could kind of like end on something a little bit lighter hearted a little bit a little bit funnier, a little bit lighthearted, because I know Woodstock '99 was kind of a big, giant topic to cover, so I knew it would take a lot of time. Yeah, go check so, out those documentaries. It's crazy. Yeah. But as far as that goes, we are 
winding down this episode of Between Three Beards. Episode yeah, 10. I don't have energy. That was a long story. It was. Uh, so, we want to reach out to you guys. As you know, we've recently gotten um, onto Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, all the stuff. Anywhere you basically can get a podcast, we're there. Um, so, not on, just on the YouTube, which we have the video element. But on all of those platforms, go check us out, um, which is pretty crazy. I looked the other day. We're getting downloads. Our, our biggest downloader like country is Belgium. What? It's pretty wild. Yeah. It, it's pretty crazy. But, like, yeah, you guys, go check us out. Uh, make sure you <laughs> like and subscribe. And um, I have a little bit of an inkling, a little bit of something working going on right now and um we should have merch 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 soon merch soon merch soon yeah it's gonna be uh some oh my god comfort colors t-shirts and some some koozies and what yeah no shit yeah we're gonna try to make up we need to come up with uh, some logos and some things. If you guys have anything that you'd like to see on a t-shirt or something like that from from us, let us know and email us at uh, between the number three beards at gmail.com and uh, we'll get back to you because we're going to try to do this as a limited run. We're going to try to do like 50, like 50 t-shirts and then maybe like 100 koozies and stuff like that. But it'll be a custom fan-made um uh, what do you call it? Graphic that we want to. My put God, on it. we're gonna have merchandise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there, they'll they'll be even in link price. It's gonna be twenty five dollars for a t shirt, which is not bad dude, for comfort colors. Dude, shirt. you're flowing good with this. I like it. Well, just, well, wow, yeah, pow, 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 pow. It is what it is. I mean, that's what we're getting into. Like one of those awesome uh, '90s uh, car commercials. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right now, get right. Save out. now. <laughs> you come in today. <laughs> But yeah, so, you shake my hand, I will sell you a vehicle. <laughs> yeah, so you come in, you shake my hand, I'll sell you a t-shirt <laughs> or some bullshit. But no joke, we're gonna start. We'll start getting that going. I'm uh, in process right now of building a website for all for this oh to God. happen. So and websites aren't hard aren't hard to build. Um, I. You know, we don't have a sponsors or anything to do, but like Squarespace is a, is a big sponsor for a lot of people and they teach you how to do all kinds of stuff. But like, you know, I, I've built websites before and so I just figured I'd start a website for us and we, we could start doing that. So once that gets live, I will let everyone know and kind of get a link out, probably be announced over a podcast, but, um, yeah, so that's what's on the horizon for everybody. I wanted to mention that tonight and to say, hey, if, what do you want to see on a t-shirt or koozie or like stickers, whatever? What do you want to see? Like, give give us some uh, some some graphic art, some ideas. You can send us, uh, you know, a JPEG or uh, an actual, you know, Adobe image or some something. Just send us something, and uh, we can consider it for that. Uh, but yeah, that's coming. So I just wanted to mention that before we go for this episode. You got anything else? I'm good. I All think right. you covered it. All right. Is there anything that 
you want to inspire. <laughs> I'm just saying you want to inspire the listeners to. Cause Dude, you just, just went on, like, uh, you just overloaded the system with all that information. <laughs> I'm just like, damn, he's been doing a lot more work yeah, than me. But, well, I've been trying to. Uh, well, we're set, up, we're set up to put our stuff out, like, on Spotify and stuff for a whole year. Yes. So definitely, if you're um, on the run, yeah, mobile, on the, in listen the to us. Going, yeah. Yeah, it's well, like a way work, you know? I, I know a lot of people like to do the spotify route you know just because it's a little bit more convenient if you don't have youtube premium you can't watch the video portion that i uh, and turn your phone off or like put it to sleep because it'll it'll pause the video yeah. but um yeah so we're we're there we just want to let you know is that you know you can check us out in anywhere and um the more <laughs> the more we get from you guys as far as like downloads and likes and subscriptions and everything like that the more we'll be able to do. And I want, we want to do a lot for you guys. We want to give you, you know, merch and stuff like that. Merch. And yeah. So we're, I mean, what did I call it the first episode. Merc. Merc. <laughs> yeah. We want to give you some merch. merch, but yeah, we're starting to get into that. And, uh, yeah, I just want to let you guys know we're growing. We are, we're going, growing slowly, but we're growing sure. like the fire at Woodstock 99. <laughs> sure we get we'll get out of hand soon yeah hopefully so <laughs> but anyway that is all from between three beards episode 10 mm. we will big see one you. zero so so i know it's well this is kind of dragging it out but it's been a while <laughs> it's it's been it's been a while since between nine and ten but we're gonna try to get them out a little bit quicker now maybe that so. long it's been eight days. Oh, hush. But anyway, <laughs> this has been Between Three Beards. We love you all, mm-hmm. and good night. Bye. Bye. <laughs>